What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Twisted Twenties. This is a podcast dedicated to reminding you of your God-given purpose through personal testimonies, trials, and personal revelations. I believe that each and every single one of us was created with a purpose, for a purpose, and it is up to us to align with it. I'm your host, T. Louise, and I am so excited for today's episode to be able to share such a personal testimony with you guys, a personal revelation that I have been going through over the course of the past couple weeks. Um, and that's why I call this episode, why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep moving in stagnation? Why do I keep being disobedient? Why do I keep being fearful of what God has in store for me? And so I hope that you guys are excited for today's episode as well. And if you guys would love to be a co-host on Twisted 20s, I would love to have you. And you can email me a one to two minute video at submissions at twisted20s.org. And if you don't want to be a co-host, that's cool too. You can still email me at the same email. Send me reviews, send me feedback, any questions, things that you guys would love to hear me talk about. I am open and accepting all of those things as well. I just want to say that I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to Twisted 20s each and every single week. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get into today's podcast episode. All right, y'all. So I wanted to do this episode because why do I keep doing this is a question that I ask myself for weeks a question I asked myself that literally led to me having or feeling like I was having a quarter life mid-crisis not just a mid-crisis a life crisis but an identity crisis I was just having crisis in a few aspects of my life and I shared with y'all last week that a friend of mine my friend Shade had told me she said maybe that's the problem you keep trying to get back to your old self there is a clip, um, there's a podcast I listen to, the Know For Sure podcast with uh, B. Simone um, and Morgan, uh, Megan Brooks, my bad, Megan, um, and Tabitha Brown was on there, and she said that if my mom never died, let me see if I can, I hope they don't get me for, uh, what's it called, copyright, um, copyright infringement or something like that. Um, but I want to share with y'all because it has helped me in a lot of ways. And death has a way of changing us, mm-hmm. right? Uh, my mama died very young. She was 51. Wow. And it changed my life. Wow. And had she not passed away the way she did, when she did, mm. I would have never written a book. Mm. I'd never be living this life. Yeah. I would never be as empathetic as I am. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be as patient. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be this woman. Yeah. Because it changed me. Yeah. And like you said, pain changed. So when I heard that, that literally started me on a path of, okay, God, who am I? Then I had my friend tell me, you know, that's the problem. You keep trying to get back to your old self and that's not who you are anymore. 
you know, you've gone through so much, you, you know, you're not that person anymore. And I, and I, I was breaking down. I'm like, well, God, who am I? Who am I after I've lost my mom? Who am I after I've experienced so much grief, so much trauma, so much heartache? Who am I? And I didn't realize that I was staying stuck in a place of grief, a place of disbelief, uh, disbelief, a place of lack of faith, a place of anger, a place of disappointment. There were so many places that I was staying stuck. And God led me to writing. He gave me some writing prompts and I will share them with you in the end. But I'm going to tell you a little bit about them now. God told me, he said, write down things people have said to you that have kept you bound. Things that have beat you down. And I so far have written about five. I've written five people down what they've said to me and how they made me feel and how they impacted my life. I didn't realize that these things that people had said to me, I had literally taken them on as my identity. So now that I have let go of these things, because I believe that when I wrote them down, when God gave them to me and I wrote them down, I believe that that was me letting them go. So now after I have written these things down and I've let these things go, now I'm going through this phase of God. Okay, now that I'm letting go of these identities, these things that people have said about me and that I've picked up and taken on and became, who am I? Who is T. Louise really? Who am I really? I didn't realize that my hangups were keeping me in a place of sacrifice. I was sacrificing my peace. I was sacrificing my purpose. I was sacrificing who I'm truly called to be. I was sacrificing what God really has for my life. I didn't know that. You probably don't know that what you are going. Let me, I'm going to share this with you. I wanted to share this later, but it's already on point. Um, my pastor said last Sunday, he said that what I am distracted by, so I will put it in my own terms for the sake of my podcast, what you are hung up on, that place that you are staying in is never as important as what you are distracted from. So in other words, what you are distracted by, what you are hung up on, what you are, what place you are staying in is never as important as where God is trying to take you, what you are holding yourself back from. Things I've learned about myself over the course of these past couple weeks is man, like I know that I'm only on the cusp of understanding who I am and you know, what God is really doing through me. But first of all, I am a creator. I've always been a creator, (laughs) but I'm just truly learning who I really am. And I'm not fully there yet. So I really don't have too much to share about that yet. But what I have learned about myself is that I am capable of finishing things. I am capable of being consistent. 
I am capable of putting out content. I am capable of being confident in the assignments that God has given me. And so I just encourage you that in this time that you really realize that it is time. It is time for you to get up from this place that you've been stagnant in, this place that has kept you bound and get up and move. Get up and move from this place that you have been stuck in. Another thing I've learned is that Pastor Marquette, I talk about him all the time. Pastor Marquette says that faith gives you access to a world that says anything is possible. Where trust keeps you in a world that says only what I have experienced is possible. I used to think that I could only experience certain things out of life. I used to think that what I wanted was unattainable. But God says otherwise. Pastor Marquette also says that you have to begin to replace the evidence that you have built, meaning all these things that I have written down that people have said about me that have kept me bound and beat me down. I have to replace those things with what God says about me and begin to allow him to show me who I truly am. Show me who he is in my life. Because if you haven't dealt with your past, you cannot see the present. You will not be able to live in the present because you're always going to be bound to what someone did or what someone said or what what happened to you in your past. And I was so bound to things people said, like I will I will share a few things with you. I'm not going to say their names. I will share the statements and what I wrote. Um. One of the things was someone told me one time that uh, in the middle of a heated fellowship, the person told me that you do not know business. And right around this time was when my business had failed. I felt like a failure. Um, This person's words only reconfirmed what I thought about myself. But because that person has such an impact on my life, I believed them. And I took on their words and I allowed myself to believe that I did not know business. And so um, even even down to I've shared I've shared the statement before about when I was in elementary school and the uh, kid has said, you know, you are the big sister fat girl. If you guys do not know that story, um, my mom and I had went on a vacation. I think it was like to Myrtle Beach or somewhere. My favorite color is pink. They only had the I am a big sister t-shirt in pink. They didn't have I'm the little sister t-shirt in pink. And my mom was like, but you're not a big sister. And I was like, mom, I want that shirt. It's in pink. They don't have the little sister shirt in pink. So my mama was like, okay, fine. Get the shirt. You know, just get it. I was so excited to wear that shirt back to school. And when I got to school, the kids said, yes, you are a big sister, fat girl. Do you know that that one statement changed the trajectory of how I saw myself for 20 plus years? 20 plus years, I have always seen myself as the fat girl. It didn't matter how much weight I lost. It didn't matter how much weight I gained. It didn't matter. I always saw myself as a fat girl. It didn't matter if I lost 20, 30, 40 pounds. I always saw myself as a fat girl. And when God revealed that to me, I said, wow. So sometimes we literally have to go in the past 
so that we can move in the present. And I didn't understand that until God told me to write down these things. And when you are able to do this, I want to tell you one thing. Celebrate it. Celebrate each step that you take. I went from not celebrating my my steps because I felt like, you know, if I'm not showing a lot of progress or I'm not showing um, huge results, it's not a step or it's not a progress to wor- worth celebrating. But it is. You have to celebrate every step. If you normally sleep till 2 o'clock but you get up at 12, celebrate that. Celebrate that. If you, if you say you're going to be consistent posting on Instagram, you only posted twice this week, celebrate that. If you made one video when you know you were supposed to make three, celebrate it. Why? Because you're moving. Sometimes, sometimes we put so much on ourselves. Oh, well, I didn't do, I didn't do all three videos, so I have nothing to celebrate. Yes, you do. You want to start a business? You looked into getting vendors today? You contacted and reached out to vendors? Celebrate that. You set aside $20 to go towards your business? Celebrate that. You started that fast? Celebrate that. You completed one day? Celebrate it. So what you messed up today? You did it yesterday? Celebrate. Or if you messed up yesterday and you started again today? Celebrate it. Celebrate every single step because what happens, my pastor says that what happens is when we don't celebrate, um, he said that we don't celebrate steps, we celebrate arrivals. And he said that the moment you took your first step, you were successful. So in every step that you take, you are becoming successful. And I didn't see it that way. I was like, oh, well, I don't have no finished products. I don't have nothing to show for. You know, every episode that I record and I finish, I'm celebrating. Because it's me completing something. I've been consistent with this podcast, I think, since February of this year. I mean, God has been giving me so many topics. Back to back, back to back, back to back. Next month's episodes are going to be fire as well. I'm so excited for next month's episodes. Okay, next week, next month's episodes, I think I'm going to talk about friends. Some of us are being kissed by Judases. A lot of us don't have friends and we've built walls up because we don't trust them because we've been hurt. You have to embrace your process. You're going to keep doing what you're doing until you go backwards Sometimes we have to go back. We have to go to the past and we have to do some self-reflection and figure out why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep complicating God's direction for me? Why don't I believe in myself? What did my mom say to me when I was 10? What did my peers in school say about me that made me look at myself differently? Sometimes we literally have to go backwards in order to move in our present time. That's the one thing that I've been learning. Because oftentimes that's why we keep doing what we are doing. And I don't know what your past hangups may be. But I just encourage you 
to literally figure out what they are. Allow God to show you. The writing prompts that God gave me was um, the steps to do. He told me to write the person's name down. If you do not remember the person's name, um, you can just, you know, write down, you know, it was a peer. Uh, like for elementary, I don't remember who that person was. I just wrote down elementary uh, school peer. Um, if you don't remember the person's name, write down the incident. What did that person say to you? And then after you write down what that person said to you, write down how it, how it made you feel. So in trauma therapy, what I have is a, um, emotions or feeling wheel. And, um, it basically helps me to pinpoint my emotions, things like irritated, critical, insecure. It made me feel inadequate. It made me feel insignificant, discouraged. And after you write down how, how it made you feel, I want you to write down how it impacted your life. How did that one statement change your life? How did that one statement change the way you viewed yourself? How did that one statement make you feel and change the way you feel about yourself? There are statements that I wrote down that made me show hatred towards myself. That made my self-esteem so low. There's, it, it, it just is what it is. I want you, I will put that in the description box of the podcast as well so that you guys can do that journal prompt. But I really and truly want you to think about that. And then I only have one prayer for today. So the one prayer for today is not a journal writing prompt because the other ones are journal writing prompts. Your prayer for today is just to pray and ask God to help your disbelief, not just in him, but in yourself. A lot of us don't even believe in ourselves. So how can we have faith and trust in God? Our trust in our faith has been so damaged by people that we trusted, that we have such a hard time trusting and believing that what God has for us is true. And I know because I was in the same position And I encourage you that even if you feel that way, even if you feel like you can't believe in yourself, I encourage you to be obedient anyway. Even if you don't, because somewhere along the way, you are going to believe in yourself. It's going to get to a point where you're like, I cannot believe I did this. I cannot believe I made it to this point. And sooner or later, you're going to start feeling more confident. You're going to be like, okay, God, what's next? What's next? What you need me to do next? Like, we got this. We are a team. And I'm going to share the um, the writing, uh, the, the journal things with you guys one more time. The first step is to write the person's name down. If you don't remember the person's name, write just write down what they said. If you do remember their name, write their name down and what they said. Um, and then step number two is to write down how it made you feel. And you can go on Google, you can go on the internet, and you can just look up a emotion sheet, emotion wheel, Um, and then the last step will be to write how it impacted your life. How did their words or how did that incident change your life? How did it impact you? And I just hope that this episode encourages you to go to your past, to understand what happened. Why do you keep doing what you're doing in this present time? And understand that our past has a lot to do with our present. I love each and every single one of you guys. Peace, love, and blessings. T. Louise.